the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. I am Steve Teal. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast, and I just want to give you a little background. Today's interview is part two of my conversation with the author of Hashtag But God, that's Pastor Jeremy Freeman and his son, Caleb Freeman. If you missed part one, just a little background. About six years ago, Caleb was in a terrible car accident. He had a 10% chance of living, and at some points, doctors thought he had no chance of any brain activity or recovering or healing. Well, I'm here today to tell you, you're going to hear an interview with Jeremy and Caleb. God is at work. I don't know what your miracle looks like, but we're going to talk about how miraculous this really is. So I want you to join me for part two of my interview with Jeremy and Caleb Freeman. Yeah, the way I see it is like a faith that can be tested, can be trusted. Hmm. I'm that while back and like, I know that before the work, my faith was never a tested. Yeah. I'm trying things, but they're all in other people's lives and not mine. So my faith still, I don't believe it's tested. But when I got in this wreck, my faith went under the ultimate test. Yes. Yeah. And like, it's come out stronger. So suddenly, my faith has been tested now. I believe. My faith can be trusted. That's right. That's good. That's good stuff. All right. <clears throat> I want to back up a little bit and just ask. I started to ask earlier. I've got so many questions swimming around that yeah. some of them are coming to the surface and some aren't. But um, just about maybe, Caleb, somebody that is really struggling in their faith today mm-hmm. and uh, whatever they're going through, they're having a hard time persevering. And I've had a friend recently said that, uh, you know, if I'm going through something and I get advice from somebody who hadn't been through it, it doesn't mean as much as somebody yeah. who's been through it. It's going to be hard to find somebody who's had to persevere more than you, I think. <laughs> so what what kind of advice would you have for somebody that's really struggling with just some situation to persevere? Maybe they want to quit. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, What's our motto? Never give up. Uh, our motto that we picked up on this rock journey was never give up, never give in, and never let go. That's right. So I feel like your mind is always going to tell you mm. to do what's easier for you, mm. what's the best for you in that moment. But that's not what we are called to do. I feel like Jesus calls us to sometimes choose the more challenging things because even when we fall, when we try, like, 
our faith has just been stronger through them. So I feel like sometimes it's better to choose the hard things. That's right. Man, that's good. You know, with people that are out there that may be listening to this or watching this, it's like we just really believe with all of our heart that that God can be trusted in everything. And Mm. and I think that, you know, I tell my kids this a lot. You know, life is often not good, but God is always good. You you can trust the goodness of God in the midst of the badness of life, if you will, right? Yeah, Yeah. your circumstances may be difficult. They will in this life, you're going to suffer and have hard things. Do you want to suffer with God or without, you know, and we like to say, you can either let your suffering push you toward the Lord, or you can run from God. And, and Caleb and I, and our, our family story is that man, you, you can take it all to God. He will help you. He may not remove that struggle in your life. Like the apostle Paul pleaded three times, God, take this thorn. Sometimes he leaves those things to remind you how much you need him. But he is faithful, he is good, and he will see you through no matter what. Yarn the best thing that when suffering comes into your life, it can do one of two things. It can either destroy your faith or it can refine your faith. Yeah. And I feel like you have to be open to allowing it to do either one of those things. Mm -hmm. Because you could easily Oh, suffering to destroy your faith. Yeah. Feel like this isn't fair for you and just always live downstream. But if you allow it to refine your faith, make up the decision in your mind that you're going to come out stronger. Jesus Christ will meet you right there and he will carry you through. That's right. Man, I love that. All right. Uh, these questions swim in and come to the surface. Um, Tell me about that quote from the, the, the book, hashtag, but God, the new Caleb would drive the old Caleb crazy. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, well, Caleb, he's funny. Because no, no, I will. You're going to tell him, uh, all right, tell him, tell him. Uh, <laughs> are, after all, you are, you're both Caleb's. <laughs> you are the new. Sure. Uh, I would say, I like to tell people. I know those two come probably the best because <laughs> you are those two. Well, before the before the wreck, Caleb. Uh, but you can't. Let me say the old Caleb. You say the new Caleb. But what? Before, before the wreck, Caleb was he was very annoyed by people. Like he really did not want to be around people. And Caleb now and didn't t- he didn't like talking to people. People kind of bothered him. Yeah. What's changed now? Well. I feel like the camp of old was putting so much matter yep. on things that didn't matter that much, mm-hmm. like what other people thought about him. So I feel mm-hmm. like he allowed people to annoy him so much because he just couldn't understand how someone would actually want to annoy him. Yeah. So since he can't understand that kind of stuff, he just rolled those people off. But I feel like the new Caleb, like, I seek out talking to people. Like, talking to people is one of my favorite things to do yep. on this earth. And, like, I feel like if the new Caleb met the old Caleb, the new Caleb would just want to talk to and share Jesus with them. And the old Caleb would want nothing to do with them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is, that is great. That is, uh, that is amazing. All right. I've got to, are, are you guys okay to go a little bit longer possibly? Yeah. For sure. Uh, man. I, I just want to do like questions 
are my favorite hobby. I love them. Oh, good. Stay here all day. Literally. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I got a few more for both of you for yeah. sure. Um, and one of them just is from the book. And again, I, you know, I haven't really bragged on the book enough and I've got some different, just, it's almost too hard. There's so many like quotes I, I circled and I didn't write down and I do have something for you later, Jeremy, that I want to ask about later about your sure. original prayer. I'm going to quote it, but um, it's just such an excellent book. And I, it's, I, I just really want to encourage people um, to pick it up just to really know the story. Um, I've just been really blessed by it. One of the things, Caleb, from the book that I've learned about you is that now you love to worship. Oh, yeah. So I want to ask, I just, I want to ask about that. And I just want to ask also kind of right now, do you got some go-to worship songs that you're really just enjoying? Um, I actually, yes. Um, I would tell you that in a couple of weeks now, I have a trial on American Idol. Not true. I'm gonna take the world by storm. <laughs> nope, nope. nope. <laughs> and like, I would give y'all a taste and allow y'all to hear it, <laughs> but I feel like my dad might kill me if I do that. <laughs> Just might. Just might. Yeah. But what he's saying is he likes to sing. Oh, I like before the like. I hated to sing. Like if you like when I was on stage in my church choir when my parents like forced me to do up there, mm-hmm. it would look like I was singing up there at gunpoint because yeah. <laughs> that's how much I didn't want to be up there. True. But now like I sing just it's so freeing and I love to do it. That's right. Now Caleb is he's all yeah. about worship and I mean man. It's well, funny but because... I realized I didn't answer your question. Yeah. My two favorite worship yeah. songs right now are a good staple, Waymaker. Waymaker. Waymaker means so much to me because mm. I sing that song with understanding. Yeah. I'm able to see. I was literally in that situation. Like, there was mm. no way for me to ever live a normal life again. I looked pretty helpless for me. I needed God to work a miracle. And it was pitch black all around me mm. until God lit up. So when I sing that song, it just has that much more meaning to me. And then after that song, I say, I love the song, Same God. Because God really, he never changes. So... It's fun to sing about him doing something you know he does. That's right. Man, that is that is really powerful. And um gosh, it just makes me think now now when I hear Waymaker, first of all, I'm gonna think about you. <laughs> and uh that's gonna be good because though your faith has been tested like it has been, and I can't say my faith has been tested like that. It is a great reminder of just, man, genuine worship. It's so easy on a Sunday morning or any day, you know, the radio's going just kind of sing along. Um, but man, that's, that's true worship, what you're doing. And I want to be more like that. So, uh, Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing those words with us. If you, if you walked into our church or any, any worship service where Caleb is, you would find him on his knees, hands lifted high, or sometimes on his face on the ground. I yeah. mean, he is a very responsive, he's a very responsive worshiper 
And yeah. it's very encouraging to see that. Well, yeah, I, I feel like there was a time when I had the right, like when I would try to speak and the words would come out, I would try to walk, but I couldn't physically do that. But now God has restored those abilities. Yeah. Like they were saying I would never get them back. But now that God has given me my voice back, mm. I want to use that to glorify him as much as I can. It's good. Yeah, that is so good. That is really good. Talk to me, either one of you, a little bit about in the book. It's uh, You talk about the younger kids sometimes joining you, Caleb or, or Jeremy. You talk about this. And oh, yeah, worship. man. We've got, we, you know, we adopted our two youngest, and okay. they will often come in and into our bedroom or something, and I'll say, hey, have you guys seen Caleb? And they'll, they'll just say very nonchalantly, like, oh, yeah, he's worshiping. Like, like, of course he's worshiping, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, sometimes they, they'll go in there and man, they'll just join along with him, singing the songs, closing the yeah. It's funny because they try to imitate what Caleb does. So I've walked in there before and then there's a little Addy on her knees with her hands lifted mm-hmm. high, you know? Wow. And yeah. it's like, it's like, what a great thing to mimic is your right. older brother with a brain injury worshiping God. So they, they, uh, they, they love mm-hmm. to say Caleb's worshiping. It's, it's mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, you have anything on that, Caleb? <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, your siblings. Oh, they just went awesome to see. Um, they just needed that example in their lives to show them. How, how do you praise back to God? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, man. Can you imagine? Um, gosh, we're so generally reserved in our worship. Can you imagine yeah. an entire church of Caleb mm-hmm. uh, worshiping? I mean, that's that's more what heaven's going to be like is yeah. your genuine worship, and it's so hard for us to like just take that step and really let go and tell right. God how much we love him and how much yeah. we appreciate him. So Good. thank you for that example. There's some conviction there, <laughs> not just an example of, Oh, way to go. Way to go. There's Caleb worshiping, but for the mm-hmm. rest of us, man, to get into more genuine worship. So man, that's, oh. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, I feel like everyone's worship <clears throat> can be different too. Okay. Because when you worship, you're having a, you're having a, you're having a connection with your heavenly Father, and that's gonna look different for every people. So whatever you feel like doing that will honor Him the most in the moment, yeah. just do it boldly. Yeah, you're letting us off the hook a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate that, Caleb. You're making it a little bit easier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Jeremy, I've got a question, and I, I've kept you a lot longer than I planned, so we can start to sort of close <laughs> it down. Okay. I'm sorry if you're late for Bible study or for picking up kids. I hope they're not. No, nah, we're good, man. <laughs> okay, we're good. Okay. Um, uh, it's, it's summer. It's summer. It's summer. It's summer. Yeah, but you guys have been going hard. You've had graduations and weddings yeah. and yes. uh, VBS and all of it. Man. All the goods. Yeah, all of it. So um, I want to read from just a little selection that Jeremy you wrote in the book. And again, you you wrote so many good things that people are going to enjoy. So I, I didn't write down the page number, but and I just want you to respond to this. Talk a little bit more about this. I think this. Um, 
Yeah, well, I'll just read this. Originally, our prayer was, please just fix our son. Please put our lives back together. Please take away the pain. Then as we prayed and trusted the Lord more, we realized it was so much bigger than that. The reason we are here on this earth is not for ourselves. It is not so we can be comfortable and live an easy life. It is to make a difference for the kingdom. That's right. I mean, that's beautiful. I don't know if you can add anything anything to that or not. Well, you know, I do think that that's one of the hardest parts of the Christian life is getting to a place where you can say, God, we really want your will to be done. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, man, I tell you what, I had all these dreams and thoughts for my kids, mm-hmm. what they were going to be like and this and that. And God, we like to say that God's plans are better than our dreams. And, mm-hmm. and that's that's really true. But that's hard to accept uh, as a, even as a, as a pastor uh, who's supposed to be able to maybe be an example on these things, man, it was hard when, when my son Trey passed away, having to realize that, that man, the Lord was doing something different than what I prayed for Caleb. Yeah. I wanted to see him run, play basketball, do all those things again. God's plans were, were different, but when you can step back and you say, God, we want to be about the eternal things. We want to be about the things that really matter. God, right. use our lives for things that matter. Mm-hmm. That often involves a lot of difficulty and trial. You know, people, they listen to you more when they know you've been through something. That's right. If, you, if you've never been through something, That's right. people are like, you don't know. You don't know. Right. But when I go into a hospital room and a family's just gotten the diagnosis, their child is dying, and I'm able to speak to them, they listen differently. When Caleb walks in a room and somebody said, hey, this guy's never going to walk again. Caleb could say, yeah, they told me that too. They listen differently. So yeah. there's just, there's, there's a level of, I don't know, trust that people give you when they know that you've suffered and, and you walk through on the other side. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really good. That's really yeah, good. All right. Let's just close uh, by a few, few just stories of ministry that you guys have done. Oh yeah. Um, I can give you carte blanche because I know you're doing a lot of ministry. <laughs> yeah. And I also was just thinking about, uh, you know, from the book that when you, you prayed with a couple of different people, you know, after, I don't know exactly what year it was, but you went and prayed for a woman with a spinal injury who had yep. little hope of ever walking again. Yep. So, um, but I'm, I'm opening up to you, any ministry things that you want to talk about or Caleb for you have been particularly exciting, um, as you've gone about speaking and doing ministry. What do you think? How about Godly Texas, Caleb? Oh, no, that was a powerful event. We were down in Godly Texas, uh, maybe a month or so ago doing a fields of faith FCA thing. And it started raining. The people were all discouraged because we had to move inside. And yeah. they were gonna they were gonna do it on a big baseball field somewhere uh that had more room. We had to pack into this church, and there was like, I don't know, maybe 250, 300 people there. Wow. And and that so not not a huge group, but what was amazing was the <laughs> what, what was amazing was the response. A hundred students gave their life to Jesus that night. 150. Well, the the lady texted me, 150 came forward, but of the 150, a hundred were salvation Uh, and 50 were kind of rededications and stuff, but that's almost half the crowd. Oh yeah. I mean, Caleb, it was amazing. Uh, And that's just, I mean, we see this everywhere we go, whether it's in a little tiny town where there's just a few people there or a big arena of some sort we are seeing people respond to the gospel like crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. What do you got on that, Kelly? What do you think? Oh, no, it's been amazing. Like, 
uh, every single speaking event I go to, like, it shows me, like, um, I, I, in my small mind, I sometimes think, how could God get glory yeah. from a situation like mine? I have a brain injury. I'm doing things less than I used to. Yeah. I, I'm not doing enough work to bring God glory. Mm-hmm. But we all know it's not about works. I God can get glory through any means he finds necessary. That's right. Because I'm thinking to turn around and speaking, mm-hmm. seeing a bunch of responses yeah. after people hear about the suffering I felt like I had. Yeah. It really puts the worth back into it. It shows me God really is using this for something bigger. That's exactly right. And Steve, it's, it's crazy because, yeah. I mean, it, the doors that God is opening for Caleb, God took my most shy, quiet, reserved child, <laughs> and he put the heart of a lion in him. Yeah. And so we speak at banking events and uh, at Aflac convention, and we spoke, we, we spoke at a tax assessor's <clears throat> meeting. People people love his story. Yeah, we're doing churches and camps, and uh, all that yeah. is, is, is a no-brainer. <clears throat> but the doors that... I mean, people, Caleb gets to speak in public schools and it's amazing. The response, it's just incredible. Really? Yeah, that is incredible, man. That is so exciting. Uh, I mean, that, that's a harvest field. Like God is just opening up that that's crazy, man. The wisdom of God is just amazing. Yes. That amazes me. All right. Um, you guys think about how you want to close if you, what you want to share, but I just want to remind people they can get this book, uh, hashtag, yeah. but God and, uh, get it, go ahead and get it, get it for somebody else. Um, yeah. and I've seen on the, uh, Facebook page, pray for Caleb. Is yep. that right? Am I getting that right? Yep. That's the, that's the main spot where we update pray for Caleb on Facebook. Okay. And I've seen Amazon's been running some specials and it's yep. been shooting up again, you know, uh, some yeah. of the charts and everything. So congratulations on that. Yeah. That was um, huge. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So, uh, Caleb, what do you, what do you want to say just in closing here? Wrap it up, buddy. Um, uh, wrap it up. <laughs> as, as we say, land the plane, Caleb. Land right? the plane. Uh, <laughs> but this plane hasn't come to the point where it needs to be landed yet. <laughs> Caleb likes the circle. Uh, he likes the circle. Uh, hey, you I and me both. Give him one final um, What do you want to say, man? Um, maybe for someone out there listening, mm-hmm. I'm still wrestling with their faith. Yeah. Like, what I would encourage you with, the most important thing you can do is just give your life to Jesus. Yeah. Fully surrendered, mm-hmm. and then allow God to work in your life. Give Him that authority, mm-hmm. because when you do that, the culture will say you're gonna have less. But I promise you, Jesus will make your mind feel like you have more. So, like, mm. oh, that's the most worth life. We can live. It's good, Caleb. man. That is good. That is so good. Oh, that's good. All right. How about how about you, Jeremy? What do you have to say? Yeah, I think that. I mean, thank you again for having us. We it, we would encourage you to get the book and pass it along. There's you know in the book there's like my wife. She writes her journal entries. Yes, yes. And man, the, they're super powerful kind of glimpses into what we were walking through at various times. But 
But so there's lots of good stuff in there. Caleb's got a playlist in the back, favorite music, all that stuff. But I would just say out there, man, you know, one thing God's done in my life in this whole journey is Stephen Curtis Chapman has a song called The Glorious Unfolding. Mm. And I love that song because it talks about how we don't see clearly totally on this side, but God is unfolding Mm. things in our lives that are really ultimately about his glory. And I think a lot of times we can resent our life. And when, when we resent our life, we get bitter. But if we can embrace the life God has given us, God can use us to do things we could have never imagined. Yeah. So I would just encourage people, don't don't resent your life, embrace it and say, yeah. God, use it for your glory. And then just watch what he'll do, because he can do more with nothing than we can do mm-hmm. with everything. Right. Right. And so we, we trust him in that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And thank you so much for mentioning uh, Emily um, and her yeah. writing in the book. Uh, so I didn't good. touch so on good. that. Yeah. 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 So good. And just like you said, it's like looking kind of live action as you guys are going through all of it. That's right. Um, yeah. Just very powerful. And we, you know, you just barely touched on the story of, of Trey, uh, yep. which is beautiful in yeah. there as well. Yep. Um, you know, I got, I got tears several times throughout this book. Mm. Um, but I do just encourage people to pick up a copy or two or three, uh, <laughs> hashtag, but God right here. And you can get on Amazon right now. Go to, uh, if you're on Facebook, then pray for Caleb. Is there right. any other social media I may have missed that they can go? Yeah. I mean, we just have, you know, we, uh, we're actually getting ready to set up a website and okay. it's going to be, it's going to be hashtag, but com, and you're yeah. going to spell it out. And on there, people are going to be able to see where Caleb is speaking and you okay. know, they can order t-shirts and things like that from there. So yeah. that website's it's, it's coming. So hashtag, but God.com okay. all spelled out and that'll be live here in the next month or so. Okay. All right. All right. I think today I'm going to ask uh, Caleb, I don't usually finish in prayer. I'll, I usually just close with our scripture that has mm-hmm. to do with very bold. I'm going to ask you in a second to yes. close us in prayer. I'll say our scripture because you're living it, brother. <laughs> um, you are living it. You are being very bold. I love seeing on Facebook and following. It sounds like, you know, when y'all travel, even on family vacation, you're telling people about Jesus. You yes. just can't help it. Absolutely. Uh, so it's amazing. The scripture is second Corinthians three twelve, and it says this, and then you'll be on the spot in a minute to pray it says apostle, the apostle Paul, he says it's so much better than me. He says, therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold yes. and uh, man. So I want to invite you, Caleb, if you don't Amen. mind just praying, however God oh. leads you. Amen. Uh, of course. Um, dear Jesus, I just come to be very humble right now. I'm always humble to be able to talk to you because you love me here. <clears throat> I pray you would not let me lose sight of what you're calling me to do. Whatever it is, I pray you would lead me to fulfill it in a way that brings you glory. I pray for all the listeners right now. I pray you use me. As your mailman again, mm. and Jesus communicated what well, you know needed to be heard. I pray mm. people can take this up and learn and apply it to their lives to make them their faith even stronger. Mm. I pray I can go from this. Anyone that heard it, it can spark a chain reaction to mm. where everyone's living boldly. And I'm fire for Jesus. I just pray mm. this podcast encourages someone's mm. faith 
Amen. Amen. Well, man, what a, that was awesome. Amen. I mean, amen. That was awesome. Thank you, brother. And uh, thank you both so much. I do love the way you guys seem to team up and just, you know, the genuine love that you have for, for each other is uh, just really powerful. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just a real blessing. So um, it's an honor to, to meet you guys and to just, you know, get in the stands, cheering you on, cheering you both on and praying for what God has, but I know it's going to be great. So the Apostle Paul put it this way, 2 Corinthians 3.12, he said, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.